Hey, podcast. Welcome back to another episode. It's the Entrepot Newer Show, and I'm T.L. Weedman. Today, I'm going to be talking about one of the most underrated, or at least what I believe is one of the most underrated businesses at this time in the cannabis industry. Now, of course, this is at this time, and the reason I believe it's so underrated is because it hasn't had time to flourish. What am I talking about? I'm talking about cannabis clubs, weed cafes, places for people to be able to socialize with others and consume cannabis. More on cannabis clubs in today's episode of the Entrepot Newer Show. Thanks for checking out. So being in the cannabis industry for many years, as I have, I've been able to see this from an inside point of view. With my wife and I starting the first recreational cannabis club in the United States, I've really got to see this exact uh, issue or concern or whatnot. Um, And it's not even really a concern or anything, but we haven't seen this. uh, We've got to see this, sorry, firsthand. And it really is the fact that cannabis clubs are very much undervalued. So let's go back into time a few years ago when Colorado and Washington State both legalized recreational cannabis use uh, in the same year. Now, dispensaries didn't open. Uh, It was, let's see, the bills were passed in, in November of 2012. Most of them were signed by December of 2012. We opened iBake Denver February of 2015th of 2013, but recreational cannabis shops didn't even actually open in um, in Colorado until 2014, January of 2014. So we were actually open for about 10 months before there were legal recreational sales. Uh, so there was a legal place to consume, but not a legal place to purchase. See, in Colorado... They do not allow smoking at the same place that you purchase. Now, Washington State has a very strong Clean Indoor Air Act, as does Colorado. But Colorado had left a loophole for businesses like myself, uh, like uh, like I Bake Denver, to go ahead and get started. Whereas Washington State didn't really leave that loophole. Then... Um, California a few years later, as well as uh, uh, Nevada and uh, many other states that have Alaska. Now, Alaska did decide to allow consumption at places where they do sell cannabis. Um, Just earlier this year, I believe it was um, 2019, Las Vegas itself or Nevada itself is allowing cannabis clubs California is now going to allow cannabis clubs. So basically what happened is there was a rush for grows, dispensaries, extraction companies, edible companies, because that's what people wanted. They wanted a place to be able to purchase cannabis. Okay, I completely understand that. But the states have really overlooked the tourism side of it. The states have overlooked the social side of cannabis. And so many of them were not addressing the social consumption issue, the social club or club issue, uh, the way that it should have been. So 
over the last few years in the states that uh, recreational cannabis is available, what you see is you see a lack of a developed social environment um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to the state. Now, there, yes, there's still people hanging out, but there's no place for tourists to go hang out. Now, it is nice having the number one and like the only recreational cannabis club in Denver. It is nice, but our shop is small. Our shop is not for everybody. So I believe that there should be other businesses that are competing against us. I do believe that there should be many other places for people to be able to choose from because there should there's it's just like a bar in a sense, but alcohol is not being sold. And that right there is why they're so undervalued because when the hoopla settles down about dispensaries and grow operations and and you know starting extraction companies when all that hoopla dies down there's going to still be another segment of businesses that haven't had a chance to flourish yet and that's the clubs see i believe in the long run the clubs are going to be the highlight in other words, you always have people going to liquor stores. Liquor stores are pretty uh, lucrative businesses if they're started in the right place. Um, right now, dispensaries are lucrative, but not as lucrative if the federal government allowed all the tax write-offs that they would normally allow for other businesses, um, as well as banking issues and such. So. People will always go there. They're, they're good, solid, reliable businesses as there becomes more legalization and more rules set in place with the federal government. I believe that dispensaries are going to be more like that. But I also feel that the, the social club side of things is going to be more like you see with nightclubs and such now where you're going to have uh, concerts and after parties um, and different events like this going on and it's kind of going to be th more of the seed I guess you can say that keeps things going uh, a perfect example is um, alcohol commercials when they show alcohol commercials everybody's having fun they don't show an alcohol commercial with uh, people just walking into a liquor store and then buying their alcohol and leaving no they're partying at the beach or they're at the club with their friends um, they're doing stuff and and that is kind of what continues and, and that's the focal point when marketing alcohol is yo go have fun with your friends so I feel that that it's kind of going to be the same way years from now with cannabis clubs and with that that's where the undervalued part of this comes in people are not seeing the true value of what place cannabis clubs or or places to be able to consume cannabis are going to hold in in i guess you can say in society it's kind of i feel it's the same place as as nightclubs there's going to be a lot of value or there and there's going to be um money that can be made there that can be lucrative businesses um, there's always going to be loopholes you have to jump through but in a nutshell they will definitely be uh, businesses for people to look into now, I'm going to talk a little bit more about what you can do if you're interested in starting a cannabis club in your state when it becomes legal. Just hold on, and I'll jump in that in the next segment.
Now, before I get too far into how to start your own cannabis club, first off, I want to talk about real quick what sparked this whole conversation for this podcast today. And that's the fact that Illinois was the 11th state to legalize recreational marijuana. Um, the laws are going to the governor, I believe, already signed the bill. The law is going into effect January 1st of 2020. And they actually did it right. So since 2008, smoking and, and my house is not far from from Illinois. I actually went to jeweler's school um, in Quincy, Illinois. And, uh, you know, at the time of going to school and everything, being a cigarette smoker, I noticed that you had to stay about 50 feet away from the building. And it's, you know, something that's, that is very strict there. So Illinois has had a very strict um, smoking ban um, on smoking in public places. And they've had this in place since 2008. Now that they have passed this recreational marijuana law, not are they not only are they expunging about I think it was eight hundred thousand convictions or something like that, uh, which is something that it took other states a while, like a year or two, to decide to do after they legalized. So they got that off the bat right away. They're like, "Yo, we're going to legalize and we're going to expunge these." But another thing that they did is they actually. Uh, said hey we're gonna leave it up to the municipalities if they want to allow smoking in public places or if they want to allow smoking in private places or if they only want to allow vaping or if they only want to allow dabbing or if they only want to allow edibles uh, basically leaving it open for the the individual cities and municipalities to allow cannabis clubs and now of course there's lashback from people who are talking about, you know, hey, uh, you know, secondhand smoke kills and we just got rid of all this and now, you know, we're going to be allowing public consumption. To me, I don't think they're going to allow cannabis smoking in restaurants and things like that. What they're going to do, the municipalities, I believe, that are going to allow this, um, they're going to allow for clubs. They're going to be like, yo, you can't just smoke in a restaurant, but you can, you know, open a club or, or something like that. This is interesting because a small state like Illinois has actually addressed this issue or addressed this concern for a place for people to be able to consume. And you're talking about a state that probably doesn't get a lot of travelers. So um, it, it's not a touristy state. So you're talking about giving locals a place to smoke. But when you go back to, to bigger named states and states that are actually known for their recreational cannabis laws, as well as being some of the first to legalize recreationally, I'm talking about um, California and Colorado and Washington State, even Nevada. It's it's like, hey, um, they didn't even decide to address this issue until years after cannabis legalization. You know, so so to see that a state as small as Illinois is actually getting this right from the get go. And I know that things fell apart in New Jersey, but there was actually a section written in New Jersey into the New Jersey recreational marijuana law that ended up getting shot down and is not going to happen. But there was it was written in there to be able to allow clubs. I feel that it's something that's important. You can't just 
legalize recreational cannabis and then not give people a legal place to consume it. I just don't think that's right. And saying, hey, you can smoke it at your house is just not right if you're letting alcohol be drank in other places then you know cannabis should be able to be allowed to be smoked in certain places just like alcohol you know certain places so i don't want to drone on this cannabis clubs are undervalued so if you want to start a cannabis club in your area there's a couple of big things that you have to have to have to do i'm serious i've dealt with this not only did i deal with this when opening our cannabis club we helped uh, a couple of other businesses business owners open their cannabis clubs as well one of them did not follow these steps to the t and they ended up getting shut down uh, actually we've helped three two of them didn't follow the steps to the t and they got shut down one of them followed all of the steps to the t um but then they and they later sold the business so uh initially essentially what it is is you need to check with your local authorities now i'm not saying call the cops i'm talking your local business authorities you need to find out what business plan um, uh, or what business license you need to have is there any special licensing that they want you to have is there any special thing that they want you to do is there any special permits like you and you've got to be honest with them on what you're opening up so many people especially you know like in Colorado where there was kind of a gray area and kind of not people thought well if I open it up under the guise of being something else then it's going to be okay or if I do this here's the thing you need to follow all the rules if they say it needs to be a private club you need to find out what constitutes a private club in your state that was a hang up for many people in Colorado my wife and I figured out what constitutes a private club then we ran the business like a private club although you can't advertise a private club in Colorado it it made it very hard to grow the business others thought that they could just call it private but they weren't following all the supreme court rules to ensure that they were a private club and because of that they were shut down so you don't want to put in the time the effort the money just to have your business shut down obviously there's always going to be risks there's going to be more risks in the cannabis industry than other industries at this point in time so if you've already are, are running a higher risk of something like that happening you really want to make sure and double check that all your i's are dotted all your t's are crossed and that you're following everything the way that the county or the, the city government or the state government wants you to do it's just the same as running a dispensary if you're not following all the rules they're not going to allow you to operate or they're not going to allow you to open up it's the same way with the cannabis club and if you think because they're is no ruling then uh and maybe they don't have the outlines of a bill already that you're okay that's not the case um Colorado didn't have an outline of a bill but we knew that they didn't want public consumption they clearly stated that we knew that so we had to find out what was what could constitute legally smoking in a place under the Colorado Clean Indoor Air Act then we had to figure out what constitutes a private club and then we had to figure out how to merge them together because those are not usually two of the same type of businesses so you have to get creative
but you have to follow the the rules and regulations set in place and if there's not rules and regulations set in place do your best to cover your ass and find out if there are any rules and regulations and if there's not find out and make sure that what you're doing is still okay um you know and obviously take the chance of operating in a gray area there you go if you have any questions on what you can do or tips or anything like that email entrepotnewershow uh, at gmail.com you can also send me a dm at tl underscore weedman on instagram and at tl underscore weedman on twitter somewhere around here on what you're listening to you can probably find a link to one of the social media website is tlweedman.com if you and make sure you subscribe to the podcast whether it's on anchor whether it's on spotify apple music the podcast is all over and remember i want to hear from you If you're listening on the Anchor app, you can always click that message button and send messages in and do a sound off. I'll share some of them on the shows. I'll go over them on a regular basis. Um, Something I might do every Friday is what I'm considering. So make sure you check that out. Thanks for giving this a listen. If you think that it brought value to you and it's going to bring value to somebody else, do me a favor. Go ahead and share it. Do them a favor. Go ahead and share it. And again, if you find any points wrong, anything. DM me. I want to hear from you. Hope you have a great day. Fired up.